Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada race book mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our ID. PTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at DRF.com bet. That's winning at DRF.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Santa Anita, home of the 2023 Breeders' Cup World Thoroughbred Championships. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By Legacy Ranch, home of top California stallions Mr. Big, Clubhouse Ride, and Straight Fire. Get started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com. Enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. By Semi's Original. Great food and a great satellite wagering experience await you in Orange County, where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Semi's Original. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own a cow bread. By Little Red Feather. Horse ownership is easy with California's largest horse racing partnership syndicate. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By the Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike.
And welcome to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition. Bob Ike, John Lindo, and Rain is on the way in Southern California. Racing at Santa Anita, as you probably already know, is canceled today and Monday. Scheduled to run tomorrow, an eight-race all-dirt card. Racing at Los Alamitos has been canceled for tonight and tomorrow night. We still have a full slate of racetracks running today around the country. We're going to cover them all with our handicappers and bring in our regular co-host, John Lindo. Good morning, John. How are you doing? Doing great, Bob. So far, so good. And uh, the rain hasn't hit down here in, in uh, Carlsbad yet, but uh, we're expecting it. They say 100% chance of rain this afternoon, so we'll be ready for it. And, you know, we'll hunker down and play some races around the country today. Yeah, we're supposed to get about an inch and a half locally in the Arcadia area starting late morning, maybe around noon. Now, it looks like there's a break in the weather tomorrow, John, and that's during racing hours, which is good. And hopefully we can get this Sunday card in. Uh, There's a big feature race tomorrow, the Grade 3 La Cañada. But um, Los Al, I mentioned, already canceled proactively for tonight and tomorrow night. So we're going to get hit with the weather uh, hopefully we get tomorrow in. It looks like a break, and, and that would be good to at least salvage one of the three days this weekend. Right, and with no racing already, uh, racing canceled on Monday, Santa Anita has added racing next Friday, the 20th. That was originally a dark day because of the holiday Monday racing, so they'll just move that racing day next week from Monday till Friday. Hopefully we'll get through the rain and everything will start drying out a little bit, and we can get some horses back on the grass course. Uh, I You know, turf racing has become very, very important in Southern California, so we need that course. Uh, The horses are starting to get backlogged as far as getting back on the grass. Right, and after Monday, it looks like a pretty good break, John. It looks like we have some nice weather coming up. So, uh, as you mentioned, adding that one Friday date uh, definitely helps. Getting the horses back on turf, uh, we're going to have some big full fields on the grass and looking forward to that. In the meantime, John, let's talk about tomorrow's La Cañada. As I mentioned, an eight-race card, all dirt tomorrow. Fairly short fields, including the La Cañada, which goes as race number seven, Bob Baffert's got a couple of them in there. Two-to-one choice, Ganadora, as well as the five-to-two co-second choice, Under the Stars. How'd you see that race? Well, when we're talking about uh, stakes races on the dirt, you have to start with the Bob Baffert barn. I don't care what division it is. And uh, Ganadora, Under the Stars, and number one, Kirsten Bosch, they all come out of the La Brea stakes on opening day. That was a seven-furlong race. Kirsten Bosch finished the best of the three. She was third that day. Going two turns, it might be a little different story. Uh, Ganadora is very quick, and she was on the pace going head-and-head in, head in, in the La Brea and paid the price and ended up finishing fifth. She looks like she might be quick enough to clear, clear this field early. Angel Natashiko also has speed. If those two hook up, I think number six, Under the Stars, falls into the right trip. She ran like she needed the outing last time coming off a short layoff in the La Brea. She's won the, the summertime Oaks at Santa Anita around two turns, so you know she'll get the distance. And I think she falls on the right trip just stalking the speed from the outside. I'm going to give her a slight edge. Again, if Ganadora shakes loose, she'll be very, very tough. And uh, Kirsten Bosch is getting better, kind of slowly moving, uh, improving every time out. And now that she's grade one place, she's looking for a graded stakes win. If they go too fast early, she's the one that uh, might be running late. So Kirsten Bosch may be the price horse in a small field in the La Cañada. John, J.J. Hernandez, Juan Hernandez gets back aboard under the stars. 
I'm kind of blown away by the way he is dominating this jockey colony right now. He has 16 wins. He's at 30%. Flavian Pratt, who has you know, always been at the top, he's only 5 for 62, 8% win percentage, a ton of seconds, 14 of them. Uh, it just seems like Pratt is snake bit right now, and everything is going J.J.'s way. Well, I agree. Uh, you know, it's very uncharacteristic for Flavian Pratt to have more seconds than wins, and he's, he's got more, almost three times as many seconds as he does wins. Uh, and it, it, you just you, Hernandez has been so consistent. You know, Pratt will get it going. It's just a matter of time. And when he starts hitting that winner's circle, he could reel off a bunch of them in a hurry. But for right now, nobody's riding better in this jockey call than Juan Hernandez. He's just done a super job and. Very, very consistent, and, uh, you know, he's riding for, for guys like Bob Baffert on a regular basis now. So you got to think that role is going to keep going. Mentioning Bob Baffert, he's at top of the trainer standings and uh, just turned 70 yesterday. Hard for me to imagine uh, Bob Baffert being 70 years old, but he's got nine wins at the meet and, uh, you know, a powerhouse barn built up over the years. So belated happy birthday to Bob, and, uh, you know, he – he may not have enough horses uh, at this point to, to be the kind of guy who's going to lead the standings, but we always know he's going to be right there in the stakes uh, victories and money one category. Well, that and, you know, the young horses, uh, that's the, the key to the barn. They always come out with good two-year-olds at Del Mar. They pick it up, and now that we're, we're beginning the 2023, you're going to see these early season three-year-olds. We're going to see who steps forward out of the Baffert barn. He is still not allowed to start a horse in the Derby this year. There's still some litigation going, so there will have to be some barn changes if some of his horses are good enough to get to the Kentucky Derby. But it'll be fun to watch him develop. And, and you know, he's got an army of them, one good one after the other. You never know when the next one's going to pop up, and it's always fun to watch this time of year. John, some good news for cow breeders and cow owners. There's been three cowbred stakes races added to the Golden Gate schedule. Tell us about those. Yeah, I thought this was interesting. And, again, we talk about the cowbreds every week. You've got additional opportunities now for stakes placings with the cowbreds. Uh, the Moscow Burning Stakes will be a new race at Golden Gate. That will be on January the 28th. That's for older fillies and mares going a mile on the tapita. The McCann's Mojave, named after Mike uh, Mike Wilman's old horse, uh, is the McCann's Mojave Stakes. That will be four-year-olds and up going a mile and an eighth on the tapita. That will be in March, March 18th. And the Dream of Summer Stakes will be a five-and-a-half furlong turf sprint for older fillies and mares. That will be run in June. So it helps kind of move the uh, the Calbred Stakes races back and forth between Santa Anita and Golden Gate. I think it's a great idea. And anytime the Calbreds get to run for more money, you know it pays on the Calbred. And you know what, John? Those races were named properly. Those were three very, very good Calbreds. So uh, congratulations, Golden Gate, adding those races, naming them right after the right horses. I think that's great. Well, you know, uh, I had a Philly star quality that won. The, in fact, I had two Phillies that won the Dream of Summer Stakes. They went back when it was a mile at Santa Anita. So uh, that's a very uh, fond race for me. It's now a five-and-a-half furlong turf sprint. I better go find a good Calbred Philly that can sprint. As you mentioned, John, uh, we'll stay indoors today and play from around the country, Gulfstream Park, Aqueduct, Oaklawn, Turfway Park, Golden Gate. Uh, they'll all be underway, and we'll be getting selections from all of our handicappers. But we want to start with you, John, uh, brought to us always 
by the South Point Race and Sportsbook. Uh, get up there and see Mary Jungers. Your selection sheet, the Lindo Report, is there every racing day. And even when Southern California doesn't go, you generally will add at Gulfstream Park, uh, as you did today. And, uh, John, you're also going to include that coast-to-coast pick five, the new bet between Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita. And you started off with a bang. It was inaugurated last Saturday, and uh, you jumped right in with a $72 ticket and pounded that thing for $1,000 and 17, uh, 1017 And, John, the Sunday one paid huge, and that, that pick five is going to have some giant payoffs because it's a dollar minimum. It's five wide open races, and 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 the one you hit had a couple odds on winners. Let, let's see what happens when we get a couple twenty to one shots in that thing. Yeah, I thought fifteen thousand for the payoff less, and it was gigantic. It's a fun wager, and the key again for the horse players is the fifteen percent takeout. So, Bob, I mean, if it's a player friendly wager, the only way that we can tell them we like it is to support it. So. Uh, you know, I'm going to try and put that on the Linda report whenever it's available. Again, no, no coast to coast pick five today because of Santa Anita, but it'll be back tomorrow. So it'll be on the Linda report for Santa Anita for Sunday. Did the full card for Gulfstream Park today. Uh, again, it's just, uh, I think it's a good card top to bottom today at Gulfstream. Well, let's go there and get a pick from you, John. Let's go to race number three today. In the third race, number five, War Princess. Got shuffled back way back early in, in the debut. Got beat a couple lengths by a, a horse that's also in this race, number two, Expand the Map. But I thought she finished really well after a bad start with a little better break. I think she'll be right on top of the leaders this time. And I think she can turn the tables on the morning line favorite, Expand the Map, a filly that I think has, has got a lot more tactical speed than she was able to show in her debut, number five, War Princess, race number three today, Gulfstream Park. And that, again, is brought to you by the South Point Sportsbook, Race and Sports. See Mary Jungers, John, and uh, give us the number up there. Mary's going to be retiring here at, uh, next month, so get up there and say hi to her and thank her for let's, let's thank her for all the great support over the years. Exactly. And there's a lot going on between now and end of February. You've got the football playoffs, which start today, and you know it won't be long before we get spring training and baseball going and everything else is going on out there. 866 866- Seven eight zero seven two two three. Ask for Mary, and she'll tell you how you can get your thoroughbred LA horse players rate. And Bob, I know you've looked around the country a little bit too. Is there a track uh, where you've got to play someplace around the country? Yeah, I'm not going to put out my selection sheet for Santa Anita this weekend, John, so I'm going to pass on that, but I can't sit on the sidelines altogether. So I looked at Gulfstream Park and found a horse that I'm kind of interested in. Uh, Let's go to race number five at Gulfstream. It's a maiden race going six furlongs. I'm going to try number 10, Al Atlasi, who I thought ran pretty well first time out. Watch the tape. This horse did not break well, made a four-wide move on the turn, actually put a head in front about the 5-16th pole, and then got tired. This trainer, Ralph Nix, has tremendous second-time-out stats as well as first-time LASIK stats. So uh, those are big, big numbers. You've got a, an expensive Todd Pletcher first-timer to beat, Sergeant Pepper, the eight-horse, he cost $1.6 million, but my horse has the race experience, the right price at 6-1, to one, and Tyler Gaffleon. So uh, Gulfstream Park today, race 5, let's try number 10, Al Atlasi, 
six to one on the morning line, and I'll be back in action with my selection sheet next weekend, John. Well, let's take our first time out. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk with Bob Mazursky and Bruce Finkelstein. You are listening to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on AM 830 KLAA, home of Raiders football. Racing fans, Santa Anita's classic meet is underway and there has never been a better time to experience world-class racing and so much more at the Great Race Place. Come join us this weekend on Saturday, Sunday and for special holiday racing on Martin Luther King Jr. Day this Monday, January 16th. Monday is also Dollar Day with $1 beers, sodas and $2 hot dogs. This Saturday, our main event is the Grade 3 $200,000 La Cunada Stakes for fillies and mares. And also on Saturday, we'll celebrate Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile winner Cody's Wish with our annual Vox Populi Award. We'll have a free Cody's Wish print signing and giveaway Saturday beginning at 11 a.m. in the East Paddock Gardens. Don't forget our all-new wager, the first Coast to Coast Pick 5. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout covering five races from Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. The first Coast to Coast Pick 5 will be offered each Saturday and Sunday throughout our classic meet. First post time is at 12.30. Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice is sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Owning a racehorse is the most exciting investment you can make. Part of the experience is watching your horse thrive after their career's end. LRF Cares is the aftercare arm of Little Red Feather Racing and is designed to ensure that all LRF racehorses have proper homes after they're done racing. Whether it's as a hunter or a jumper or just a riding horse, our equine athletes deserve first-class care before, during, and after their racing days. And LRF Cares is there to provide it. For more information on how you can help donate your time or money, contact Gary Fenton at 310-850-4724 or log on to littleredfeather.com. Responsible ownership doesn't end when your horse's career ends. Join us today and make a difference. Call 310-850-4724 or log on to littleredfeather.com. LRF cares. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. 
Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Bob Ike, John Lindo. We're going to bring in Bob Mazursky now, one of our regular handicappers. Of course, the publicity uh, director for the daytime racing when they're running at Los Alamitos, regular handicapper for all the Southern California newspaper group handicappers. Uh, good morning, Bob. How are you today? I'm good, guys. How are you? Doing well. And, uh, Bob, you've seen a lot of racing over the years, and you've seen a lot of racing on off tracks at Santa Anita, um, including some very memorable ones. Uh, one spectacular bid did pretty well here back in uh, 1980 when we had a wet winter. Uh, are those days over, Bob? I think so. I think, you know, yeah, we would have never seen that race. We would have never seen most hosts up, upset Damascus and the Stroob. You know, the, there's been some very memorable races run in California over the years over off tracks and awful conditions. I was at some of them, and I guess we would never see those days again. I mean, I know they want to avoid running over the sealed hard tracks. I get that. Um, I think it's kind of been uh, proven that maybe some of those tracks caused long-term injuries or or injuries down the road. Uh, But, boy, it's certainly a handicapping factor that we don't deal with anymore. Guys, remember the old mud marks in the racing forms for good mudders, superior mudders? Uh, John Lindo, I know you go back to those days. It, it was kind of fun to find those kind of mud-loving horses. Oh, absolutely, guys. And I, I tell you what, I, I remember 1978, you know, Vigers, the, the big white horse, on a slow, a deep, um, kind of a, a drying-out racetrack, came from left field to catch Mr. Radoy in the Santa Anita Handicap. And that was absolutely spectacular to watch. It was it was fun racing to watch. And, you know, that big white horse came back covered in mud. And he was a bay by the time he hit the wire. But it was a, a beautiful racing. And, and that backdrop after the rain at, at Santa Anita, those mountains looked so close. It was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I think those are uh, a days gone by as much as they can be avoided. Um Kind of nostalgic, but I, I guess that's the sign of the times. Bob, uh, one race I know John Lindo wanted to get your thoughts on, and, and it's a good race at Oakland Park. So, John, go ahead and jump in. Yeah, Bob, you know, there's some Southern California interest at Oakland Park today. Ginobili shows up in the fifth season stakes, and he catches the defending champion, and that's the 10-year-old rated R superstar. It's a field of 10. It's a really good race, and I just wanted to see if you had any opinion in the fifth season at Oakland. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, it, it is a good gambling race because I think Ginobili might be vulnerable. You know, he's obviously a very nice horse, ran very well in his comeback in his first start for Peter Miller at Del Mar. But, you know, he did not run well on this track last year in two races. He did not, he was off the board in both. There is other speed in the race, so I think he might be a horse that could get beat. Rated our superstars, obviously very tough. 
won this race last year. Then I thought the two horses on the inside, Soy Tapatio, is very consistent for uh, Robertino Diodoro. He's a horse that we're familiar with out here. He used to run in California for Doug O'Neill. And then I thought even Run and Ray, the number two horse, for Joe Sharp, is a three for six at Oakland. So I think he has to be respected. So I think it's a pretty wide open race. And, Bob, a lot of tracks to choose from around the country today. Where did you want to go for a radio play? I'm going to go to New York at Aqueduct in the seventh race. I like number three, Liam Fire, for uh, Amira Chimchali. I thought the horse ran well last time to be second. There's plenty of pace in the race. I think he can get up in time at a good price. He's six to one on the morning line. So number three, Liam Fire in race seven. All right, Bob, thanks for jumping in, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. All right, guys. Have a good day. Take care. Okay. That was Bob Mazursky. Hey, John, let me just quickly give out post times from around the country. Uh, Gulfstream Park already underway. They started at 9.10. Aqueduct uh, just started, 9.20. Turfway Park gets underway at 9.45. Oaklawn Park at 10.30. And then Golden Gate at 12.15. So uh, a lot to choose from, some some full fields from around the country or full racing from around the country. Uh, so let's now bring in... Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, John. How's it going, guys? We're doing well. How is uh, the Northern California? And I know you guys were hit with a ton of rain. Or, or You're in Vegas, but you cover uh, Golden Gate all the time. Hit with a ton of rain. Uh, what's it been like the last couple days? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's settled down a little bit. I'm still not sure why they did cancel. It is an all-weather track. It canceled a couple of days, so... I'm not sure what exactly happened there, but they're scheduled to run today. Um, I think uh, the, the question was posed, you know, when it rains over that track, uh, is there anything that changes? And I think that speed holds up a little bit better when it rains. Uh, there's a little more, you know, when there's standing water, you're getting a little bit of kickback, and the, the deep closers seem to suffer a little bit more when it's raining during the races. So that's the only thing I've noticed, but... Um, Let's take a look, uh, guys, at the fifth race. I'm going to give you what's called my bankroll builder. Second choice on the program. It's all set up for the four Imperial Creed, who went last seen ran on the Del Mar turf course. And this is not a grass horse. This horse has run ten races on the grass, never won, but he certainly loves the synthetic here. Um, he's won five of 17. He's been on the board and been first or second in 12 of 17. All you have to do is go back a race. He was beaten a length at a mile and an eighth in an allowance race. He's won at this starter 12-5 level before. Uh, he hasn't run for 12-5 since February of last year. Also, he can sit behind the speed. The bottom horse Trojan Clubhouse is the front-running speed here, but there's a horse on the rail, a sprinter stretching out, that might make him really hustle by the name of Sensen. So I think Imperial Creed will get the pace. He's got the racetrack, should get a, a, a nice trip here. So in race Five, number four, Imperial Creed would love to get the five to two, but we'll just about take any price there. And John Lindo, I know you want to get greedy with Bruce and get another play from him. Well, you know, Bruce gave us a winner last week, big summer at Santa Anita at 980, and uh, I know he's done the work around the country, and, and Bruce, you had mentioned to me that you saw something at Oakland Park you like, so I'm all ears. I'm going to be playing around the country today. What do you like at Oakland? How about the eighth race, uh, John? This is a neat allowance race. Um, for uh, now winners twice allowance Phillies sprinting. Uh, and um, I, for one, I think the race shape lends itself for an off-the-pace horse. Take a look at, at this field. You've got 
the two to one favor on the rails of Speed Horse. Then you've got Tis Plenty, the three, also the six, Dealing Justice, and the eight, Headland, are also pretty quick. So I'm looking for a horse that maybe can sit and make a late kick. And that's the four, Hazy Command, who has suddenly got very good. She you know, was a strong second with a, uh, with a nice stretch run at, at Churchill two races ago. She won in the mud at Oakland, but it was a super effort, guys. She didn't break well from the rail. She had to kind of sit inside and pass everyone, angled off, went to the two-path in the stretch, and blasted by a horse that had an easy lead. She looked very sharp late in that race. She should get a super set up here today, uh, and she's going good, has the win over the track. That's a plus. So race eight, let's go with the four. Hazy command at a tasty eight to one on the morning line. We'll try to roll fours today with you, Bruce, uh, both at Golden Gate and Oakland. Tell us what's available on betonbruce.com today. So we're, we're covering three racetracks, Bob. The late races today at Oaklawn and also late races at Gulfstream Park and also best bets at Golden Gate, pretty much primarily uh, 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 concentrating, rather, on the late races. So Gulfstream, Golden Gate, Oaklawn today. Very good. Thank you, Bruce. We'll try to make it two weeks in a row following big summer last week here at Santa Anita 980. Congratulations. Doing a great job for us. We appreciate it, Bruce. We'll talk to you next week. Take care, guys. All right. That was Bruce Finkelstein. Let's take our next time. Our John, actually, we need to hit Calbred of the Week, don't we? Uh, and, and it was a good one, uh, a horse that was given out by by John Hardoon, and uh, he got the money in a big race. So give us the Calbred of the Week. Our Calbred of the Week will be Coalinga Road, who won the $200,000 Unusual Heat Turf Classic last Saturday. Great to see owner and breeder John Harris of the Harris Farms in the Winter Circle. Coalinga uh, Road's by Quality Road out of the Johannesburg Mayor Coco Ecolo, trained by Carla Gaines, picked up $110,000 for that win, and now has career earnings of over $260,600. Congratulations to all the connections of our Calbred of the Week, Coalinga Road. All right, let's take our next time out. When we come back, John Hardoon and Toby Callett. This is Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition on AM 830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. Spring training right around the corner. We'll be right back. Angels Radio. AM 830. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bread. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. 
Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Racing fans, happy days are here again at Sammy's Original Off-Track Wagering as they are now fully open for indoor dining and wagering. That's right, Sammy's Original in Lake Forest, where the 5 and the 405 collide, is once again open for off-track wagering on tracks around the country seven days a week. Just exit east at Lake Forest Drive, make an immediate right onto Lake Center Drive, and you're home at Sammy's. Sammy's Original Sports Bar and Race Book with over 120 televisions, great food, a full bar that includes 16 beers on tap also offers two fully appointed outdoor patios. Make plans now to go racing at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. For more information, call 949-716-2367. Get comfortable. Get into Sammy's. Attention Los Alamitos racing fans. There'll be no live racing at Los Alamitos this weekend, but we'll be back before you know it next Saturday night at the Orange County Track. And when we return next Saturday evening, Night Racing's best bets will also be on tap with the popular early and late pick fours, plus our $10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights. We'll add 10000 to the pick six pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. That's more money for you, the horse player, to win. And racing fans, you can still enjoy all the simulcast racing action at Los Alamitos this weekend. Watch and wager from all the top daytime tracks from around the country. And coming up on January 28th and 29th, our exciting quarter horse stakes racing action heats up with the trials to the Grade 1 Los Alamitos Winter Derby and Grade 1 Brad McKenzie Los Alamitos Winter Championship. The Winter Derby trials will be held on January 28th and the Winter Championship trials on January 29th. No live racing this weekend at Los Alamitos, but we look forward to great action next Saturday night at the Orange County Track. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Bob Ike, John Lindo. John, before we bring in Mr. Hardoon, uh, let's mention a couple of our sponsors, our friends at Little Red Feather. They've got an entry uh, in tomorrow at Fairgrounds. Right. Monition is an allowance race at Fairgrounds, the seventh race tomorrow and Sunday. Best of luck to Little Red Feather and partners. And they also won a race at Golden Gate yesterday, so they're in action coast to coast, north, south, east, and west. If you want to find out how to get involved, littleredfeather.com has all the information. And at Legacy, our friends Pete and Ev Perella, of course, they're standing three big sires up there. And uh, Big Summer by Mr. Big was a winner of the uh, the Sunshine Millions Philly and Mare Sprint. Thorn House by Clubhouse Ride got an allowance win. And Sassy Nature by Straight Fire uh, got a Cowbred Maiden 
event impressively on the Cal Cup undercard. So they are rolling uh, with those three sires, Mr. Big, Straight Fire, and Clubhouse Ride up at Legacy Ranch. Uh, John, give us the phone number up there. Number to call, 510-928-4980. Talk to uh, the, the trainer up there, Terry Knight. He'll hook you up and get your mare's book to those stallions. They're, they're rolling right now, all three of them. All right, let's bring in John Hardoon. John, good morning. How's it going? Good morning, guys. How are you? We're doing well. Uh, what are the conditions today at Aqueduct? It's freezing cold. Uh, the temperature continues to drop. The snow flows as we speak, um, but hopefully they'll get through the day without any precipitation. You've got a nine race card today at Aqueduct. The features uh, just a short field of five, the $100,000 Busanda. That goes as the uh, eighth race on the card. Uh, where did you want to go for a play at Aqueduct? We're going to look at the ninth and final. And to be honest with you guys, the card at Aqueduct, uh, really slim pickings, all short fields, a, a lot of maiden races, and a horrible card for a Saturday. However, the ninth and final is a full field of 11. A couple of late scratches in there of the one and six. But at least it's a good betting race. And I like the number 11 horse in here with Tasha Four-year-old going for the Bill Mockborn. This is an improving horse, getting better with each start. Draws a good outside box. He's listed at five to one on the morning line. Second start since joining the Bill Mockborn. Dylan Davis aboard to ride. I like number eleven, Watasha, to win today's ninth and final out of Aqueduct. John Lindo, I know uh, you had something for John Hardoon. John, I know you do a, a sheet for Gulfstream Park as well. A good card down there today. I wanted to see if you had an opinion on, any, on anything down at Gulfstream. I do. Uh, I like uh, the 10th race today. This is uh, the Sunshine Sprint race. Uh, seven horses entered, but a good betting race. I like the number five horse, Legal Deal. Six-year-old gelding for the Carlos David born. Uh, Carlos David has two in the race, but I like the number five horse, Paco Lopez aboard to ride. I think this horse is going to get a great trip in here. Number five, legal deal, wins today's 10th race at it goes Park. John, you must feel like you're on vacation. No racing from Santa Anita today or on Monday. So uh, it, it's an easy schedule by, by, your, uh, by, your, by your usual way of thinking, right? Yeah, well, but I've been fighting COVID all week, so no vacations for me. It's... Uh, been a tough fight, but uh, getting through it and almost finished, hopefully. All right. Well, you sound good, John, and uh, you gave us a winner last week with Coalinga Road here at Santa Anita, 860. A couple plays today, one from Aqueduct, one from Gulfstream. Tell us what's available at johnhardoon.com. Today we have Aqueduct, Gulfstream, and uh, Oakland Park. All right, uh, John. J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Feel- Three best plays, $10, full card, $25. Feel better. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Stay safe and be well. All right. That was John Hardoon, and uh, we'll bring in Toby Callett now from tobycallett.com and todaysracingdigest.com. All of our handicappers available at todaysracingdigest.com. Good morning, Toby. Hey, Bob. How are you? Doing well. Looked at uh, Weather Underground. It looks like you guys, as you say, have Chamber of Commerce weather back there in Florida. Only about 20 degrees cooler than, than we would expect. Uh, I got up this morning uh, to head out uh, to get uh, to get the family a little uh, little Saturday morning treat. It was 44 degrees and 44 degrees at sea level. Uh, 
So it's a little bit, uh, <laughs> a little bit on the on the cooler side, but uh, you know, uh, fresh air and uh, it is sunny, as you say. It is a Chamber of Commerce day. We'll race on turf today. No reason to think we won't race on turf tomorrow. And um, you know, uh, you know how much I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you guys, uh, Toby is just watching from TV that new turf course. I think it looks fantastic. Uh, I don't see a lot of kickback. Uh, what are your thoughts on that turf? Well, I thought when it when it started, it was great. I noticed that they protected it early on. There have been some spots where, you know, everything here in Florida, especially the further south you get, uh, there's a tremendous amount of sand base. And I have seen some sand uh, coming up um, in, in some of the spots. Whereas if you watch the races at Tampa, um, their, their turf course and where, where they sit, uh, there's not as much sand. It's uh, things, things are, the base is, is a little bit more like you would expect in, in the, not so much the northern regions, but uh, further north and west in Florida, I think it makes a difference. So they are going to have to be careful because remember, you, know, you guys think you have a tough at Santa Anita, you know, racing, what is it, eight months of the year? We're, we're 12 months a year now at Gulfstream. So they're going to have to be careful, but um, uh, I'm cautiously optimistic that, yes, it looks good, and I'm just hoping that it holds up because, uh, for me, the best races uh, are, the, are the turf races, and I look forward to the juveniles uh, getting uh, on the turf early in their careers uh, next year, something that we didn't get to uh, take advantage of this season. John Lindo, I know you spotted an interesting maiden race at Gulfstream that you wanted to talk with Toby about. Yeah, good morning, Toby. You know, one of the things we look for this time of year is, is these new three-year-olds and who's going to develop and who's going to jump into the picture. Uh, eighth race today at Gulfstream Park is a one-turn mile on the main track, full field of 11, some pretty well-bred horses from top barns in here. Just wondering if, if you know, you've heard anything or, or you see something you like in that eighth race today at Gulfstream. Rest assured of one thing, John. Here in Florida nowadays, I hear nothing. I, I hear nothing. I see nothing. I know nothing. Okay. Uh, all kidding aside, I'm so far divorced from the, the pulse. Um, I'm just, you know, a public. I'm a horse player who's a public handicapper, and uh, you know, uh, thank goodness for the XBTV and 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 the uh, and the videos because uh, uh, even the. Uh, uh, the clocker reports that have come out from DRF in uh, years past. Uh, apparently, uh, Donald Harris was, was there in the past. I don't see his name listed on the clocker report anymore. And the reports coming out of Palmetto's are very scant. Uh, fortunately, there's video to watch. Uh, and we've been able to take advantage of a couple of cases. But uh, uh, no pulse. But I will tell you that uh, when you do the pedigree work and you look uh, uh, at some of the runners in here, the Todd Fletcher horse, the two Kings Barnes, he only cost eight hundred thousand. Uh, the uh, six horse Wayhill Road, uh, he was an RNA at, at a million six. Uh, he was bred by Stone Street, and they retained uh, some portion of the ownership. Now along with Woodford Racing, Wayhill Road comes out of a maiden race at Keeneland, where uh, the horses that finished ahead of him are really, really, really nice colts. Uh, the eleven horse Big Data. He ran a really super strong race. Uh, he has been around this track at the one-mile distance. Uh, Bill Mott uh, has a couple in here. Uh, beside Prairie Dunes, he ran a race at Churchill, two back on the 13th of November. 
that was a winning race. Unfortunately, the uh, horse uh, finished just barely ahead of him. Uh, this race is loaded. There's, uh, there, there's horses that you will enjoy seeing run not only today but down the road. And who knows? You might see one of these uh, somewhere in early May or mid-May or early June in the, the thing they call the Triple Crown. That would be fun. Well, Toby, uh, take us to a race to play today at Gulfstream. Well, let's go right next door to race number nine. And uh, in the ninth, the two, Aval has been scratched, uh, which is a shame. Uh, Aval uh, is, is a nice filly, and her mom is a very good turfer. So take a look. Uh, maybe Aval will show up in a grass race uh, near us sometime in the near future. In the ninth today, I like the nine. Her name is Mona Stella. Mona Stella uh, made our horses to watch list uh, last out. Uh, she loves this course. Uh, blinkers uh, off. His ARTs uh, back on board for Patrick Biancone, who's uh, been a little bit on the warm side right now. I keep an eye on the Patrick Biancone runners. Behind her, we're looking at the one sonar, the seven sugar six, and the six crystal coast. Nine one seven six to get all the six. And today's ninth at Gulfstream Park. And tell us what you have available at tobycallet.com. All Gulfstream, all the time. Every day they run, we will publish. All right, Toby. Thank you. Uh, good luck today. We'll talk next Saturday. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, John. All right. That was Toby Kellett. John, let's take our final time out. When we come back, Scott Shapiro, he'll be looking at Turfway Park. And, and our old friend Jay Pribman, he got another award, another nice honor, very well-deserved. And uh, we'll check in with Jay and talk about that. That'll be the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on AM 830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. AME 30. Racing fans, Santa Anita's Classic Meet is underway, and there has never been a better time to experience world class racing and so much more at the Great Race Place. Come join us this weekend on Saturday, Sunday, and for special holiday racing on Martin Luther King Jr. Day this Monday, January 16th. Monday is also Dollar Day with $1 beers, sodas, and $2 hot dogs. This Saturday, our main event is the Grade 3 $200,000 La Cunada Stakes for fillies and mares. And also on Saturday, we'll celebrate Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile winner Cody's Wish with our annual Vox Populi Award. We'll have a free Cody's Wish print signing and giveaway Saturday beginning at 11 a.m. in the East Paddock Gardens. Don't forget our all-new wager, the first Coast to Coast Pick 5. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout covering five races from Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. The first Coast to Coast Pick 5 will be offered each Saturday and Sunday throughout our classic meet. First post time is at 12.30. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. 
For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AM 830. Keep up. segment of thoroughbred los angeles john before we bring in scott shapiro uh let's mention as i did earlier in the show los alamitos has canceled for tonight and tomorrow night but we want to mention the uh, online stallion service auction which is now open so give us the details there john right uh, michael runnel we gave the the weekend off uh, he, he's probably sending the money he he got from uh executive eagle mrl from last weekend show 1720 so congratulations to michael but he wanted us to mention that that stallion auction which uh, currently has 23 stallion services available online los alamitos rtca auction.com goes on until three o'clock on tuesday the money earned goes to the racetrack chaplaincy chaplaincy at los alamitos they provide thanksgiving meals christmas parties a lot of benefits for the people on the backstretch at Los Al. It's a great, great uh, cause. If you're going to look, if you're looking to set up a stallion for your quarter horses, go to Los Alamitos, rtcaauction.com. Purchase your stallion service and ben- help benefit everybody there at Los Alamitos on the backside. And with no live racing today at Santa Anita, a great opportunity to get out to the Derby Room at Fairplex. John, I was there last Sunday, took our friend uh, John Lees up there, and he, he loved it as well. So the doors are open. The staff at the Derby Room is waiting to serve you. The food is outstanding. So get out to the Derby Room at Fairplex. Let's bring in Scott Shapiro from Twinspires.com. Good morning, Shapper. What's up, Iker? What's up, John? How you guys doing today? We're doing well, and uh, this time of the year, you're focusing on Turfway, which uh, has an eight-race card today, but very big fields. Uh, are, are you going to get down to fairgrounds next weekend? 
I am. I'm really looking forward to it, leaving uh, Wednesday morning bright and early to film some stuff Wednesday afternoon. And then, uh, yeah, it should be a really fun card that uh, is about to be drawn uh, right around now for the uh, LeCompte. The one great thing about fairgrounds is definitely draw cards well in advance to uh, cap. We'll get back on the uh, turf for some stakes action, and it uh, should be a real fun time down there in New Orleans. You've got a nice stakes race today at Turfway, the 125000 the likely exchange. That's for four-year-olds and up, fillies and mares. Uh, but before that, uh, John Lindo had a question for you regarding uh, the, f- the fairground situation. John, go ahead and jump in. Yeah, I saw a report this week, uh, Shepard, that the, the fairgrounds handle is off quite a bit, over 25%, and that's attributable, attributable to the problems they have with the turf course to start the meet. So, they are starting to get back on the grass course now. I see the rails have been out 34 feet. They've been protecting the inside. So do we see the turf course be becoming more useful here as we, as in the near future? That's my understanding, John. Obviously, uh, another issue with the turf course for us was not ideal. I'm not sure exactly, not being a uh, superintendent, exactly what the issue was down there, but definitely derailed a lot of turf courses. And as we know, in this day and age particularly, you know, from coast to coast, these turf races are what draws the big fields and, of course, uh, spurs major wagering. So uh, I think uh, they've been back on the course a little bit, and we should have some stakes events on there next Saturday, as far as I know. Well, in the meantime, Shapper from Twinspires.com, uh, give us a pick today from Turfway Park. Yeah, I am going to go, Iker, to that stakes race that you mentioned, race seven, the likely exchange stakes, hundred twenty-five grand a mile for Phillies and Mares. And I'm going to try a six-to-one shot in number one temper time. No doubt, number six, Kate Kingdom, the eight-to-five favorite, is the one to beat. But she has no early speed, so I want to try to get the jump on her in a race where I don't see all that much early zip signed on. Temper time was into my charmer, the same race Kate's Kingdom exit the last out on December 11th, where she had a decent trip but had to stop a little bit along the inside, cost her some momentum at 32-to-one. I think she's going to get a nice pocket trip in here, so we'll go with number one temper time. In race seven, the likely exchange stakes. And I know uh, Jay's coming on next. Just wanted to uh, congratulate him personally and thank him and you guys for uh, a long while ago bringing me on this uh, radio show, one of the first uh, spots I got way back when I was in California. And uh, has meant a lot to me, the friendships, and, of course, uh, working with such pros. Well said, Shopper. We love having you on. Thank you, and uh, Jay will appreciate that. We're going to get him on right now. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great day, guys. Thank you. All right, that was Scott Shapiro. Let's bring in the man of the hour now. Uh, Jay Pribman, uh, since announcing his retirement at the end of Del Mar, has had a uh, very much and well-deserved series of honors. And uh, Jay, good morning and welcome. Hey, Bob. Hey, John. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. Well, you know, you were joking a lot during the summer that we had the summer of George, and that was Papa Padromo, and he, he had a great Del Mar. We're having the autumn of Jay, Jay Privman, because since you've announced your uh, retirement, it's just been a string of, of wonderful accolades, and this one, Jay, is you will re- be receiving a special Eclipse Award for Career Excellence at the 52nd uh, Annual Eclipse Awards, and that's on January 26th in Florida. So first of all, my friend, congratulations. This is a a lifetime honor for 42 years of covering this crazy business. Yeah, it was thanks, Bob. It was a pleasant surprise. It really meant a lot to get the 
announcement of it, the heads up on it from Steve Christ, who, you know, I, we all respect so much and who I worked with at the racing times. And then at the racing forum, um, he had the honor of calling me to tell me that it was going to happen. Um, and it was, it was certainly a gratifying thing to have happen. I, I think like you're saying that a number of people have reached out or places that have, uh, had, you know, like Delmar had a race for me, Santa Anita had a race for me. I'm really convinced that all of this is a, large plan to make sure I don't pull a Tom Brady, but I, I don't want anybody to worry. I'm not, I'm not coming out of retirement. I very much enjoy it. So I but I, you know, I, I think they're just really making sure that like, I don't go back on my word. Yeah. There will be no round two of this, right? I mean, this is a, this no. is a one and done retirement. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Jay, uh, John and I will not be able to fly down and present this award to you. So uh, who is the presenter? Do, do you know yet? Yeah, they, it, it's going to be, I'm, I'm told uh, one of the co-hosts of the, uh, of the dinner that night. It's not like they're going to have anybody uh, else do it, but they've got three terrific people who are, uh, who are going to be hosting, and I, it's my understanding uh, Scott Hazelton is going to be the one uh, who's going to who's going to handle it, which is great because I have a lot of respect for him, uh, and you know his father was a great trainer, so that that'll that'll be quite fine by me. Well, you're joining great company uh, that have received these Career Excellence Awards, including uh, Lafitte Pinkai, who. Uh, you say was the greatest writer you ever saw, Charles Hatton, a great journalist, a couple guys named Byer and Chris. So you're definitely joining Elite Company, Jay, and just just want to take a quick, uh, maybe just a quick uh, walk down memory lane. The first race you ever covered, 1980, spectacular bid in the Malibu. Did you have any idea at that time you were covering one of the greatest horses of all time? Well, obviously he'd been champion two-year-old, and he was, not far away from sleeping the triple crown the previous year. So certainly knew he was a top class horse, but certainly didn't envision that Terry would go on at age four, where he was just as good as he was at two and three. You remember he was even better at four. And until Flightline came along, there was no question who the best horse was I ever saw. Uh, I still would probably give the slight nod to Spectacular Bid because he ran 30 times to Flightline six. But that was a nice way to bookend the career was to go from spectacular bid to flight line yeah boy you're not kidding hey john uh, i know you wanted to ask jay just about some uh, a couple of the memorable races he had covered during his career yeah well first of all jay congratulations well deserved i'm glad the eclipse awards and, and all the people who are involved have have decided to, to to award you that it's you know a lifetime achievement and that that's a pretty good resume and you know, just one of the things I wanted to know, you know, you've covered so many things over the decades, including you've seen two triple crowns, uh, all the Breeders' Cup from start to finish. And, uh, you know, is there a, a one or two horses that just jump at you right away when you think, what's the best race you've seen or what's the best horse that you saw in person? Well, the best horse, I, I still say, is probably spectacular bit over Flightline, but, you know, obviously for the last 40 years or a number of great horses I covered. I mean, the first, besides Spectacular Bid, I rolled right into John Henry right off the bat, uh, covering his uh, a, a lot of the years of his career. But I would say to your question about the best race I ever saw, the, the one that stands out that I saw in person that because of what was on the line and the drama that unfolded during the course of the race, back and forth, was like 
Hagler and Hearns trading punches was the Creek mistakes in 1989 between Sunday Silence and Easy Goer. I mean, that was just a great race with incredible tactics from the riders, two great horses, and a nose finish at the end. So that would that would be the one I would put at the top. But there were certainly plenty others over the years, including just of more recent vintage, the Distaff, where uh, Beholder in her final career start beat Songbird. Well, Jay, we'll give you the bums rush, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be watching and and cheering you on when you receive that award at the Eclipse Award. Thank thank you, my friend. We'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. All right, that was Jay Primman. Thank you to Leilani and Jake Inside. All of our guests. Andy Harris is next. Southern Cal Restaurant Show. Mike Wilman's here tomorrow. Stay dry, everybody. We'll talk to you next Saturday.